Whoa, it's a How Bad Cast podcast experience wow. with your host, Mike Linden. Podcast. Co-host, Dan Linden. Podcast. And Hi, this is my real voice. Hey, <laughs> that's better. The non-whispery, non, non-podcast ghost version of Dan Linden. And, of course, the other non-podcast ghost co-host, Stephen Montenegro. Bowser from Shot on Off. God damn it. <laughs> yeah, girl, are you listening to a podcast? What? It's the Whisper Song remix. 20 years too late, or however old that song is now. Stephen, all of your uh, pre-show engineering work that you had to do uh, has resulted in just one tiny piece of your hair being plastered to your forehead by sweat. You're glistening. It's, it's, and yeah. The rest of your hair looks normal. I like to be shiny. <laughs> it's Shiny is my favorite color. Sure. <laughs> just like a Twilight vampire. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm some sort of daywalker. Uh, yeah. Is Wesley Snipes still in prison? Am I safe? <laughs> no, I don't think he's in prison. Oh, no. He's on oh, Twitter, though. Right. Oh, that's right, because he let the guy so from he's in a uh, prisoner of his own prison of his own design. He let the guy from Luke Cage in Green Book be be Blade now. Different guy. No. Oh wait, no. I thought you meant the guy who's playing Luke Cage. No, he's the guy <laughs> from Luke Cage. I would yeah. have said Luke Cage if I meant Luke Cage. I don't know. Number one crush, Mahershala Ali. He's your number, number one crush. One? Yeah. Oh, for sure. He's very cool. <laughs> and uh huh. Wow, you just got real uncomfortable with your own feelings just then. He's very cool. I don't know. He's cool. He's a beautiful man. Great. Uh, he elevates everything he's in. Did you watch uh, the third season of... True D? Yeah. Yeah, I did. <laughs> oh, I, I did. didn't. What? But uh... <laughs> True Detective. Oh. Yeah, I did. And he was great. He played himself, and he played an older version of himself, and then he played an even older version Did of himself. Did you watch the second season of True D? No, I heard Did it was bad. Did you watch the first season of True yeah. D? I watched the first two episodes, and then the guy that keeps trying to sell me a Lincoln turned into like some sort of fucking philosopher for like eight straight minutes of dialogue, and yeah. I went, oh, I'm done with this. <laughs> Missed that, man. You could have seen, uh, seen Woody Harrelson be fat. <laughs> and like chew tobacco. Yeah, I mean, right now what? I do kind of feel like I missed out. <laughs> I might go back to it, but uh, also is unexpected. There, is there a point in which that guy from Dazed and Confused shuts the fuck up? Sort of. So no, then not really. I mean, he gets the shit kicked out. Why of can't him I remember times. his name? Matthew, Matthew McConaughey. McConaughey. Oh, there you go. Just that, remember the McConaughey. Yeah, that was the beginning of the McConaughey. I don't know what that is. <laughs> I don't think I want to know. True D season three was also the, uh, oh boy, I'm trying to think of the equivalent of a reconnaissance for Stephen Dorff. <laughs> All uh, right. Dorfolution. The Dorfolution. Oh, that's good. He was. How Dorfolution. Oh. How Dorfolution. Oh. How Dorfolution. This is our special. How Dorfolution. How Dorfolution. Special one off episode. How Dorfolution. How Dorfolution. Uh, is anyone else getting a weird uh, thing in Someone's one of their. phone is ringing. Oh. It may have been mine. <laughs> <laughs> okay. God damn it, Dan. I'm on airplane mode. Why just, did you let my phone ring? Sorry. I just thought that we were going to have to do another set of uh, last minute engineering. No, no. My phone rang because I forgot to put it on airplane mode because I used all my remembering to make sure Dan's was on airplane mode. Yep. Oh, there we go. It's not my fault. It's definitely Dan's fault. I'm not in airplane mode, but I probably should <sighs> be. Wow, you guys. 
oh, I've decided how often could my phone ring and didn't bother putting it on airplane mode I mean, after it's that happened. It's a fair, it's a but fair place. I'm doing it it's now. A fair place of mind. Oof. Place of mind. I don't know, man. I'm you were the up. only thought. one of us who the wasn't you were looking distracted for was by electronics. Yeah, I'm distracted by big Watt. Oh yeah, I'm a I'm a big fan of Stephen Dorff. <laughs> I, I don't know why he was really good in True D. He was the heart and soul of that season. I didn't watch it. I don't care about it. Was I'm he not, vaping? I'm not going to. He's famous it. for vaping. No, he was. Well, he's famous for vaping <laughs> simply because he got a he got a. Uh, I didn't realize he was an famous endorsement for contract for some e-cigarette thing. Nice. He was like one of the first e-cigarette uh, celebrity endorsers. Yeah, he got like he got a contract for some e-cigarette. I, it might have been blue sure. e-cigarette, but like when they still wanted it to look like. Sort of like you were smoking, and yeah. Not uh, which, by the way, sure. I support more yeah. than insane machine in your hand. Right. Like this doesn't need to be like a. This doesn't need to be like the height of technology is a better blimp, like <laughs> steampunk bullshit. Right. Or like there's fat a little cloud punk. There's a little windmill right. on it. Yeah. That lights up. <laughs> yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. No. Like, but he seemed to have gotten that endorsement deal by just showing up and insisting, "Hey, I'm Stephen Dorff, and I'm famous for smoking." Now I'm famous for vaping. That seemed to be the whole present premise. Yeah. But did anybody know who Stephen Dorff was well enough to know that he was famous for smoking before that? I mean, I don't think it matters. Like, you look at Stephen Dorff and you think, oh, this is a guy whose eyes are always half-lidded. He's probably super cool looking, leaning against a wall and smoking. You know what? Or like doing his day job, which I'm sure is ATV racing. Or Or attempting to do For example, leaning on the hood of a car while uh, Mahershala Ali does police stuff <laughs> while smoking a cigarette and then slowly getting up and sighing deeply and carrying the burden of all humanity. No, he's just Jesus. No. Is he Jesus? Do you think Steven Dorff was the go between on that whole uh, Wesley Snipes giving up blade. Deal? Maybe. Oh maybe. yeah. Maybe they, yeah. Maybe he, maybe he gets a cut. Yeah. Maybe he was sitting yeah. around with someone gives Steven Dorff a piece of the back end. And yeah. that is not me soliciting for Steven Dorff. <laughs> right. Steven Dorff was just ripping fat clouds with, yeah. uh, what's his name? Kevin Feige, the Marvel guy. <laughs> sure. Marvel guy. Just say Marvel. Just guy. Marvel guy. And, not Captain uh, Marvel. No. Uh, but yeah, he's probably ripping fat clouds with Kev and he's just like, you know, I, uh, I was just, I don't actually know what his real voice is. I think that's it. I don't know if his character in Blade is just the voice of Stephen Dorff or not. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it is. Okay. Like, oh, I was just working with uh, Mahershala. He's like a less uh, unstable, but equally as cool Wesley Snipes. You should think about him for the new Blade. How can you be equally as cool if you're less unstable? Yeah, right? Uh, I guess. Yeah, or as most people would say, more stable. <laughs> <laughs> sure. I didn't know what word I was going for. Uh, yeah. Mahershala Ali has going for him. He is less imprisoned than Wesley Snipes. Yeah. And as far as we know, has always paid his taxes. Wesley Snipes is out now, though, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think he's like, but I think prison changed him. Mm. He looks old now. That could have been time as well. Time could have done it. He's a vampire. (laughs) Yeah. He apparently reprised. Reprised. Reprised the role. More stable, Dan. Right. He apparently <laughs> reprised her all briefly for an episode of What We Do in the Shadows. That, oh. makes, that makes a lot of sense. That's I gotta, fun. I have to watch that whole thing. Yeah, yeah I got to dig into that. Apparently, there's some f- 
some episode where like they go to like the vampire council and they tried to get like as many Hollywood Draculas as possible to be on the council. Oh, that's pretty baller. <laughs> I think, but was he Snipes, which is actually funny. It's like, he apparently just like Skyped in, <laughs> like he didn't actually get him on set. They just had his character and presumably the actor Wesley Snipes just Skype into the meeting. I feel oh. like that's what you want anyway. I mean, you probably just shoot that at a soundstage, right? Like, the, and then the, like... The Skyping? Yeah. Like, you, he probably didn't literally Skype in. No. Oh, you mean like... I hope you, so, though. You put him in front of a blue screen. You uh, put a... You put, didn't even put a put set a around green, him. put a green suit on him. Yeah. Like, from like, you know... Uh, Three to four inches above the nipples down. Yeah, but then and he's then, wearing. And like, then you computer graphic the screen around him so that it looks like. But he's he has to wear. Got to think there's a cheaper way of doing. <laughs> but for that. those for those four inches above the green suit, like he's got to be wearing like a leather vest, dicky, right? So that he's still in blade mode. Yeah, yeah. You just take some uh, some blade clothes. Mm-hmm. Is it a vest or a dicky, Dan? Hold on. Well, <laughs> is it a vest or a dicky? If it ends four inches below the cl- uh, the clavicle, it's not a vest. Well, but if there's a break in the middle, like a vest would have, then it's a micro vest or a halter vest, if you will. Or just like very flat shoulder pads. Yeah. I guess it's very flat shoulder pads that maybe come to a V. I still right. call that I still call that halter vest. All right. All right. All right. Well, whatever. Agree to disagree. But it's definitely not a dicky. Okay. Right. Isn't a dicky like the opposite of a vest? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. A dicky is like a solid thing up the middle. Right. Yeah. It's like you take a dicky and a vest and put them together to make a shirt. But the yeah. bl- but the blade vest was like very tightly clasped in the middle. <laughs> it doesn't make it not a vest, right. Dan. Come on, Dan. I'm just saying it had some pretty heavy-duty hardware, that vest. Uh, hey, Joey Fatone, I really liked your dicky <laughs> in that one video, your puffy blue dicky. What? Yeah, because that doesn't make sense because everyone knows that Joey Fatone wore a vest with goggles on. And his that hand. he could never pull off of Dicky. I mean, doesn't he like dance with stars for a living now? I don't know. I think he hosts a game show now. Oh. I mean, among other things. I, I imagine anyone that hosts a game show also dances with stars. I gotta say, I like that things worked out for him a little bit. Yeah. Like I don't have any Good for Joey Fatone. I don't sure. have any investment in any of the members of the boy band that I totally know the name of that he was in. <laughs> yes. But I'm glad it worked out for him. Yeah, he seems like a pleasant enough dude. Well, it just it seems like if it was going to work out for anybody mm-hmm. except for Justin Timberlake, yeah, it would have been anyone but him. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it definitely felt like he was like the butt of the yeah, he was the big, jokes. Yeah, so he was, was he the Justin Timberlake boy band then? I think, I think so, so. Yeah, which I want to say was called In Sync. Yeah, that sounds right. Oh. Yeah, not yeah. Backstreet Boys. No. Or 98 Degrees. Or LFO. Definitely not 98 Degrees. Yeah, Nick Lachey was 98 Degrees. <sighs> I'm pretty sure and, Fatone was in NSYNC. And then one of the people whose last name was Carter was Backstreet Boys. Yes. But not the Carter that people came to care about. Jimmy Carter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Which President also, Jimmy Carter. Uh-huh. Also, you know, appeared in an episode of what we do in the shadows, just wearing a cardigan that only went down to his nipples. I love that. I would definitely pay to see that. But I call like it a cardalter top. Ooh. Uh. So a cardigan is a vest with sleeves. A vest is a sleeveless cardigan. Mm-hmm. What? A, what? What's a t-shirt that opens in the <laughs> opens in the middle? Henley. Uh, that doesn't yeah, sound right. That's most of the way there. Yeah. Or um. Weird button shirt from like <laughs> 1886. 
Sure. You remember everybody had those underwear shirts like what? that buttoned up the middle oh. that were like you know, and then they like either were connected to underwear pants yeah. or buttoned to your underwear pants. Yes. Yeah. Because yes. you know, back before we were able to like machine small like plastic, stone, metal, and bone parts for things, it right. was important to have more buttons for some reason. <laughs> Got to keep those small clothes. Just get snug. Get little ties. Just well, get little I'm sure they ties, did sometimes, like the, like the Mormon underpants. I mean, they had cloth ties in some eras. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like that made more sense than like having buttons on it. But isn't it was like the new novel thing, right? Like it was like the vaping of attaching <laughs> your small clothes. I think it, I think yeah, it was you don't want like, to go to the trouble of making a knot. I think it was probably like a status thing, right? Like mm. I can afford buttons, motherfucker. Yeah. Even buttons that you can't see when I'm walking. Yeah, around. that's probably true. Like you can just know it in your heart. Like, like you're sitting in a I've meeting. Got extra buttons on. You're sitting in a meeting, and you and the guy next to you are up for promotion. Yeah. And your flex is that you start to squirm a little bit. Yep. And be like, I'm sorry, the buttons on my underdrawers <laughs> are uncomfortable. <laughs> oh, huge play. That's a fucking flex. That's that's flex 1886 style. Yeah. It is. Oh yeah. Yeah. It is. Can you imagine? Imagine how many duels started just because someone was talking to talking up their underbuttons too much. Yeah, and then you like you cut away from that to a dude just pouring mead over a woman in a petticoat hanging <laughs> off the back of a carriage. <laughs> what? Because that's how you flex in 1886. <laughs> I see. <clears throat> huh? They'd mead, right? I I'm, mean, uh, some <laughs> some some people, I guess. Some places probably did. Yeah, they probably made their own. I mean. Are we specific? Everything is everything. If if you're counting the location as someplace, everything is made your own. Sure, that's true. You know, Anheuser Busch makes their own. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, I mean, I bet there was like a, I bet there was a squad of uh, uh, mead runners, like Swedish mead runners, that were wandering. I mean, this wasn't during like this wasn't during prohibition. Right. You could just make mead out in the open. Yeah, but like. Outdoor mead. They still got to convince people to drink wow. it. I guess all mead is, like, by definition, indoor mead, right? Because don't you have to, like, put it in a hole for, like, 10 years or some Ooh, shit like great that? Great question. I mean, if a, bar a barrel doesn't have a door necessarily. <laughs> <laughs> I, fair. But you can, I mean, you can like, have that but outside. No, but, like, when you, like, quote, put up the mead or whatever, you got to, like, bury it or hide it in a cellar or some shit, right? What? Uh, why did you put that in quotes? Like, that's a thing we should all know. <laughs> well... Because like I was sane. indicating that that is the term for it, I believe. Is it? Putting up the mead, yeah. Putting it up where? Like, I think, ironically, generally underground in your down root in cell. Down in the hole. Yeah. Oh, okay. I think. Down in the hole. Put it up down there. That's what the song is about, right? Yeah. Mead? Um. Yeah, he, like, the whole song <laughs> is about how Lane Staley can't wait until the mead is done. Yeah. So he's drinking pre-done mead, yep. and he don't give a damn anyway. That's right. That was the substance he famously had a problem with. <laughs> <Yes>. Mead. Un- <laughs> Unfinished me. I, I feel like the heroin thing was just a cover up. Oh yeah, because it, was it like wasn't embarrassed. It wasn't me. It wasn't as cool to be into unfinished me. Yeah, but like no, like because I, I think it, and look, our listeners will write in if I'm wrong. They always do. Yep. Um, but uh, how do they do that? Oh well, they'd email us at howbadcast at gmail dot com. Howbadcast at gmail dot com. Uh, Subject line: Shut up, Stephen. You're wrong. <laughs> yeah. About mead. Yes. <laughs> um, but no, like my understanding is that it takes a really long time to turn to mead from just like whatever honey and barley you use or whatever. Yeah, sure. isn't it basically just like honey and then something that makes it thinner than honey? Yeah, it's like water, <laughs> honey, yeast, and like I don't know, like like brake fluid or something. Willpower. Um, 
Yeah, kind of, because like I think it has to sit there for multiple years. The and I think yeah, blessings to, of Odin. You have and to it, not just eat that honey. That's Ooh, the willpower. That, yeah, the, yeah I think hard. it has to sit there for multiple years, and I think it has to be untouched by both movement and light. And I think it smells while it's like doing its thing. Huh. I, I, yeah, I would assume so. I mean, so you like put it in like a hole. Yeah. Uh-huh. To like stop the smell. Are you thinking of kimchi right now? <laughs> no, kimchi you can just make in your fridge. It doesn't smell that bad, but like. Because like you know, but isn't kid isn't traditionally like but like, like sauerkraut? Yeah, kimchi you traditionally put in a hole. Yeah. Same thing with sauerkraut. Got it. Like, but I think honey mead or just mead in general because uh. you don't necessarily need to use honey. You can use earwig nectar or whatever you have around. <laughs> oh God. Um, Great. Uh, I think that though, like, is like made the same way. Sure. I, think. I don't know. I guess you also want to want to bury it so you're not tempted to use your mead honey to preserve a corpse when you have to take it across the sea for its uh, final rites of passage. Yeah, that, that's a good you know point, that old, Dan. You know that old saying about planning ahead: never embalm with your seed honey. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God, like sixty percent of my contribution to the show mm-hmm. is just making up old sayings yeah. based on the thing we just rambled. Yeah. Yeah, that's probably true. You normalize our bullshit by making it seem like there are like aphorisms that are clearly are founded in reality. Somehow I'm the straight man. <laughs> oh, God. Terrifying. In the future, when all they have left are podcasts to remember how the world once was, <laughs> people will try to oh, rediscover no. sailing through your weird old aphorisms. God, that's I gotta terrifying. Talk, I got to talk more about sailing. <laughs> like, both, both aphoristically, which is probably definitely a word, uh-huh. and also like... Uh, euphemistically and also seriously so that people can like really piece it together. You yeah. have created a horrifying hellscape in my imagination. When though. only how bad cast is left? Not just, not no, just podcast. Just if podcasts oh are the God. source by which That's we rebuild premise. civilization. If only how bad cast were left is the premise of our feature film. <laughs> oh boy. Is, is this season six yet? Can we just give up and make a movie? Sure, why not? Uh, just Has anybody made a movie out of their podcast yet? Patent pending. Uh, Don't like, steal our idea. They think they've made a TV show out of like one of them horror yeah, ones. But like Can that you doesn't patent. Uh, <laughs> yes, I said it. Podcast movie. It, who who has the patent for uh, turning a book into a movie? Uh, no one said patent pending before two people did it. Yeah, uh, it's fair game. Yep, gotcha. I said patent pending. Don't get me wrong. I think the patent office, maybe the copyright office, whomever, might reject these uh, protections. But until they do, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Give us that scratch. Yeah. Oh, God. It's that Dore Mead. So so future civilization is Comment just going take. to be it's going to be like insider talk about the Los Angeles film industry and entertainment industry. Sure. Whatever bullshit we're talking about. So I guess the movie played. So insider uh, talk about the old Los Angeles right. film industry. Uh, and Let's then, be honest, Vancouver film right, industry. Yeah. Stephen and then, Dorf was there. Yeah, and then just a bunch of like disturbing right wing talking points. <laughs> No, I think only our podcast. Is oh, right. okay, just us. Yeah, we're, why? Like, we're the ones. Why would that we allow other podcasts? They definitely to why is this. our? Why is our? What? What are we doing right that our podcast will survive? I take a hard drive with every episode and shoot it into space. Oh, okay. And then also, you just... I got that hookup with uh, the Library of Congress. Plus, we've been actively sort of keeping this podcast on the down low, so when the podcast hunters come out, they won't know where to find us. Yeah. So I see. So we're in. This is like some guerrilla radio. We're investing in future popularity. Right. By not 
trying to expose we're ourselves too much now. We're investing in the future of humanity. So that the hunters don't find us. We're the tiny rodent-like mammals that are just waiting in the wings yes, until the, the asteroid, asteroid comes got it, down. Got it, got it, That makes perfect sense. Yeah. Future Steven's going to be a mammoth of podcasting <laughs> and wisdom. I mean, we'll be, I assume it's just, be, we'll be dead, right? We'll be I long dead. I don't think. I don't think it necessarily came through, but for the listeners at home, I raised my fist triumphantly was, all the way in the yes, air when he I was did that. Very triumphant yes. about being a mammoth of wisdom, much like, like a much like a trunk trumpeting into the heavens. Ooh, yes, absolutely. Yeah, a furry trunk, or like I yeah. was winning some sort of gold and bronze medal at the Olympics. Gold and bronze, gold or bronze. Oh, you know, you you just will not accept silver. Only. Well, no, the Australian guy won silver. <laughs> In mammoth wisdom? No, when the, with the with the fist to the air thing. Uh, Tom, I want to say Tommy <sighs> Smith. I don't know. And Chong, Carlos, something. Mizrahi. Mizrahi. No, not <laughs> Carlos Mizrahi. There we go. <laughs> um. Why don't I remember their names? That's the thing that I would normally remember. It sorry, is something you would normally sorry, remember. Sorry, future of humanity. Those two dudes that did the Black Power <laughs> yep. salute when they won the Olympics, his names are lost to history. I guess those aren't, those aren't going to survive. That's I too bad. Not. That's a shame. That'd be a really, good thing to remember in a new civilization. I didn't really think about the responsibility that we hold. Yeah, right? We are fucking The responsibility is to tell them what we want them to know. <laughs> I mean, we are really... We're dropping the ball quite a bit. I mean, I guess, to be fair, yeah. at least... Future history will know that Sting probably did 9 11. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. But they don't have enough context for what 9 11 was. <laughs> that's true. So that's all they'll know. Right. But, so, if anything, Sting at least will survive, like his, in his legacy. Some part of his legacy will survive. They'll just know that he was a key figure in history. Tommy Smith and John Carlos. There we go. Let's get them their due. Yeah. yeah. Good work. Sting did 9 11, maybe. Yeah. And uh, it's within the realm of possibility. Well, uh, no. Every little sting did 9-11. <laughs> right. That was the song. Yeah. So that'll survive. Right. So Is this turning into a clip show of our greatest wisdom? I mean, it's a clip show if, like, they turn the cameras on and we're like, just talk about whichever episodes you remember. No, I mean, that's a show hosted by Chris Hardwick about our show. Oh, that's true. It does seem like we don't, with the, with the premise that we've gone with, we're not saying this episode is the only podcast that will survive. No, no, right, no, no. no. Right, so there's right, no right, real right, right. reason to do a clip show. No. Unless we're going to, like, index the shows while we're doing it. Like, That's hey, remember true. this that happened on uh, How Bad Cast episode four? I don't know what happened. Yeah, to how so bad really, people will four. go forth and celebrate the old gods and their holidays, mm-hmm. Thanksgiving and Jellybean Christmas mm-hmm. <laughs> and Halloween. Of course. Right. Or, uh, as they will know it, uh, St. Drax Day. Yes. <laughs> Based on the old hymnal, Drax the Knife. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I guess this is sort of like the infomercial that's like, hey, do you want... Hey, it's well, Bowser <laughs> from Sean on Up. Yes, actually, that you actually managed to make that make sense. Get time life sounds of the <laughs> 60s. <laughs> sounds that's a, also my Bernie Sanders sounds impression. Gets. Yeah, that's, uh, that's pretty good. Yeah, that's, I mean, you just, I feel like you just have to, like, if you want to be more Bernie, just like, it's like if Bowser had, like, he'd done, like, a thousand takes of the yeah. infomercial, <laughs> and that's... You could get all the sounds and wisdom of How Bad Cast on 7cassettes.com. 
three CDs or free healthcare. Yeah. So like, yeah, it's basically like Bowser and Shanana. If like his uh, his vocal cords were just sort of like just dangling and like very full of scar tissue, and he's mostly. And you've skipped to the part where he's just telling you about the shipping and handling. Yes. <laughs> yeah. But he's like mad that you don't already know about it. Yeah. Oh, man. That's what this podcast needs. Some angry emails from Bernie Bros. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I mean, I like that you're not committed, but you're still somehow on board. I mean, it's, you know, it's content. <laughs> Whatever. So, okay. So here's my, here's my, um, my pitch for uh, emails. Okay. For feedback from, uh, from our listeners. Okay. Sure. Only girls should be allowed to make or play video games. Yep. Only women should be able to run for president. Okay. I don't think Bernie Sanders actually knows what he's talking about, much <laughs> less how he's going to pay for it. Okay. And um, women's a- women athletes deserve to be paid as much as men. Okay. Let's go, the internet. Good work. Uh, oh, also, all, uh, all superhero movies should be tabled to make room for the exact same movie, except recast with women of color. Oh, yeah. And the new Ghostbusters was rad. And I don't think Andrew Yang is even a human being, much less a person that knows what he's talking about. <laughs> Come at us, Yang gang. <laughs> uh, getting pretty close to uh, reptile talk there. And that's just going to make conspiracy <laughs> internet happy. Are you sure... Are you sure that it would make the Yang Gang happy Not to, the Yang Gang. to be confronted with the fact that he's definitely an AI hologram? <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Like a- Andrew Yang Andrew he- Yang is proof that we are living in a simulation. <laughs> is it an AI built by reptilians? Or I think no, I think it was built by the original Andrew Yang. I see. Who has long since downloaded his consciousness to a hard drive and sent it into orbit around the Earth. I see. And he's running simulations until to see what exactly would allow him to seize ultimate power. Yeah. I see. Yeah. Like so, like, for example, free money. Yep. Like didn't quite work. It mm-hmm. just came with like, yeah, but where does that money come from? Mm-hmm. And he was like, uh, it does not compute. And then like, you know. His head would have exploded, but he's not a robot. He's a hologram. Yeah. So they were, it, and his horcrux is in orbit, so you can't get to it. Right. Yeah. So then, except for the, uh, oh my god, except I, for India. India has proven that they could get that horcrux. That's true. I didn't realize what that the did, concept what did India of do? did they uh, catch something in space? Uh, no, they shot a satellite out of the sky. Oh, one of theirs, or just one they didn't like? Um, they have been unclear as to <laughs> what it was. Um, take a. Take a guess at to as to which country probably put that satellite into <laughs> uh-huh, space. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Come, come at me, Indian nationalist hardliners! <laughs> uh, you are not blameless in your feud with Pakistan. <laughs> oh, there was this weird thing this week where, like, a private company was like. We don't think there's enough convertibles in space. No, they were like, oh, the Air Force warned us that there was like a six percent chance that like. An old Chinese satellite might hit our old satellite. And then they like pivoted as just sort of like space junk is a problem. We need to deal with this without ever actually acknowledging that like that their thing up there was also junk because they weren't using it anymore. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Well, but it's my understanding that our most sensitive satellites, we just explode in space when we're not using them anymore. So no one can get them. Ooh, that's fun. Uh because, you know, there's some things on them that we don't want people to know about. Yeah. Except for then the president accidentally reveals that they exist. <laughs> right. Uh, 
you know, with a cool photo that he drew on with a magic marker. Because yeah. he's a big fan of picture pages these days. Space cruxes. <laughs> picture pages, picture pages. He's just like old Bill Cosby, except for not without without all... No, he's just like old Bill Cosby. Yeah, except he's not on trial for sexual assault. I don't actually remember picture pages. Yeah, I don't either. It was like Bill Cosby, like with a pen... What? With like a magic marker that made sounds and changed colors, drawing on things. Are you thinking of the purple crayon? No. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what that is. That's a kid's book. Right? Yeah, I do a... know what that is. I just talked to somebody about that the other day, but I'd never heard of it. But it's about a kid that draws a boat underneath himself when he gets too wet or something. Sure. That's, I, would, I would buy that. Yeah, that seems right. I only really remember the fact that the line kept going yeah. across each page. Yeah. Oh, that's a clever way of using that concept. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. I got to check this out. I'm, uh, I got to check gotta out. You got to get this purple crayon. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I got to check out this purple crayon thing. I'm interested in it as a concept. It and seems like an interesting future story. generations will be interested in it. It seems like an interesting storytelling strategy. As a concept. Yeah. Yeah. Now that we've preserved it. Yes. You're welcome. Probably dead author. We should the change crayon. the name of this podcast to Library of Congress Podcast. <laughs> Is that something that's legally okay? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> right? And here's why I'm pretty sure that it's legally okay. okay. Because the, library- the voters were your boss. Yeah. So the the Library of Congress has to be has to be okay with m- being massive so derivative that you're basically stolen. And here's how I know this. Okay. Because I recently discovered that the Librarian of Congress, yes, actually a job. Uh-huh. The head of the Library of Congress is a person named the Librarian of Congress. Great. I recently discovered that the current Librarian of Congress loves, like, ride or die for the Big Bang Theory. Uh (laughs) The person responsible for preserving all of the knowledge of the Trump-era Congress. Yeah. Uh Ride or die for the Big Bang Theory. Checks out. That checks out. Yeah. It's Bazinga Days at the Library of Congress. (laughs) Yeah, like... Bill Cosby hosted picture pages from... It's bizarre to me that I know that Bazinga is a reference to Big Bang Theory. Mm-hmm. Does anyone in this room actually know why that nope. is a reference? No. Nope. I think no the, idea. I think the most autistic dude just says <laughs> it sometimes. Ah, all right. Why? Like, it's his, like, Shazam. Oh. Like, it's one of those things where the joke or is that you can't snap. say why. So he transforms into an all-powerful demigod when no, he says like, No, I was doing a Gomer Pyle thing. Oh. Like, Shazam, Shazam. I see. Well, Shazam, Shazam. I get you. Uh, yeah, it's just like, oh, snap. I see. I think. Or, like, just a general exclamatory. In other languages, it would be called a flavor word. Ooh. Sure. A flavoring word. I wonder what it translates to in other languages for the international I mean, market. there must be, like, yeah, there must be, like, a... Like a Georgian translation, yeah, right? right? Oh, yeah. I, I, that's the best part of translating is coming up with an equivalent nonsense word that doesn't sound like a offensive word. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah. In like Uzbekistan, it's, it's pronounced Bamerica. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I like it. Cool. Um, so we all agree that this is the job that we're going to be striving for from the future. Translating collective librarian words. of Congress. Oh. Oh. What? Yeah, I guess we could do that. I don't want to be the librarian of Congress. I want to. I want it to sound co-librarian. More, that doesn't make it better. I want a cooler <sighs> title. Czar of culture. <laughs> culture czar. Culture czar. It would be culture czar. But that just seems wonky. Now. Uh, library lord. Mm, getting better. Um, the Matrix. 
Yeah. <laughs> Knowledge Mancer. <laughs> How's that? That's pretty good. We'll get there. We'll... I'm into that. I'll be the Knowledge Mancer. Okay. Um, I thought the Matrix was pretty cool. I guess it's taken. Right. Ma- Matrix Mancer? Ma- Matrix Man. <laughs> it's me, Matrix Man. Neo? Uh, no. I think, well, I th- I think Cowboy Smith? Curtis. What? <laughs> I think Cowboy Curtis is Matrix Man. Oh, sure. Huh. You know, it's a Laura, Lawrence Fishburne that can be whatever he wants, even Larry. Oh, <laughs> nice. That makes sense to me. Yeah, yeah. sure. I, I like it. I buy it. He's so, even allowed to sleep in the buff. The only line Cowboy Curtis gave in the entirety of Pee Wee Herman that for some reason I remember. <laughs> it was just such a strange thing. You were unfamiliar with that that locution? Uh, no, of that concept? No, it wasn't the locution. It was just like... The image oh, of the Lawrence Fishburne it? It was the happily fact, being in the buff? It was the fact, like, <clears throat> I remember it originally because, <laughs> everyone's uncomfortable because he's going to sleep naked. Yeah. But uh, then finding out that that character was Lawrence Fishburne brought it back out of my memory. He was Larry Fishburne then. Yeah. Oh. So... I had a similar moment. I, I had just like FXX on or whatever while they were playing every Simpsons episode ever. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And a few years ago... This Do you think they're upset that they can't go that third X without creating expectations that they're not necessarily going to meet? I mean, but aren't they? <laughs> it what? is a Fox property. I guess they could always just license the triple X movies and play them constantly. Ooh, there you go. Oh, I don't even think they would need to. I imagine that those are 21st century Fox properties. Oh, that's probably true. That is probably true. Um, Is there a third one? Well. It depends on which ones you count. Yeah, because there's triple X and there's triple X. State of the Union? Yeah, which has Ice Ice Cube Cube and Willem Dafoe. And then there's Triple X again. Is Willem the bad then, then guy? or Then there's the... Triple X, the return of Xander Cage yes, or whatever. Right. Uh, I believe Willem Dafoe is either the vice president or the secretary of defense. And he's gone rogue. Yeah, he's the secretary. <laughs> he's the secretary of, or secretary of state or something. Of I don't know. evil from the inside. Yeah. What was the movie where the premise was Agriculture, the maybe? vice That'd president killed the president so he could be president? What? A lot of them. <laughs> Yeah, which one? Like the Manchurian candidate. Uh, what are you thinking of? I don't know. I don't know what I was. There's like a, that's like a that's like it's a common. It's like literally every plot ever where the president's in danger. Are you thinking like whatever has fallen, like no, Olympus has fallen? Are you thinking like uh, like um, the eagle has landed? Are you, uh, yeah? What are you? What are, Dave? You thinking of Dave? Dave? <laughs> Dave? Yeah. Wait, was Dave the bad guy in that movie? Uh, no, I. What I think happened is I think the vice president somehow gave the president stroke, you know, stroke potion or something. Like, oh, you're thinking like ear poison or a pulmonary? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then yeah, it didn't the quite other. work out. And then he had to cover his ass. He's like, "Find me someone who looks exactly like the president." Yeah, it was. It was honestly just a modern retelling of Hamlet. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah. Uh, or that other one that's actually about people that look the same. Is there a one that... Isn't that what The Prince and the Pauper is about? Where they're like the same yeah. guy? Did Shakespeare write a thing called a, The Prince and the Pauper? No, it doesn't have to be Shakespeare. Well, Why does it have to be Shakespeare? Stephen created the Then you could have gone with The Devil or whatever. If you're just taking any old story, you could have gone with The Devil. I don't know what that is. Or Twins. Is. Yeah. The movie Twins? Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh. 
<laughs> what? What? That's how you turn off a car alarm. Is that really what happens? You strain yourself really hard while picking up the back of a car, and then the car alarm goes off I, for some I reason. I see. Very good. Okay. I remember things from the movie Twins. I don't. Yeah, I don't really either. Wait. I remember them walking away at the end. Hold on. Is that the one? now they're friends. Is that the one where a very heavy chain falls on a guy? I think that might be the case. That's yeah. all I remember from that movie Twins. Then. <laughs> and then Danny DeVito's sad because he's made of all the leftover junk. Yeah, so that... The movie Twins and like one of the tr- plot twists of the Metal Gear Solid franchise are the exact same story, <laughs> right? I'm ha- I, I have that correct. I think that's right. Yeah, like Solid Snake is the Danny DeVito of that government program to make a super soldier. Yeah, but right. it, except in that version, Danny DeVito is actually the ultimate soldier. <laughs> By force of will alone. Yeah, just like in Twins, how it turns oh. out that Danny DeVito is the more human of them. Oh, sure. Because humanity oh. is based on all of the uh, foibles, flaws, and uniqueness. Was right. Solid Snake the Danny DeVito? You're thinking of Liquid Snake, I believe. No, guys. <laughs> Possibly Plasma Snake? <laughs> oh. Have they uh, done Plasma Snake yet? They should have. I don't have. think so. No, they should have. They did what about, Solidus. What about... What about uh, Gluon Snake or Dark Matter Snake? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I kind of I lost track of that. But I did read all the Wikipedia articles, and man, it went places, that man, franchise. I'm just, waiting, I'm just waiting for the Harry Potter sequels in which, in which one of them is the defense against the dark arts teacher. Who? I don't Who know. Is? Gluon Snake? Oh, <laughs> yeah. Totally. Dark Matter Snake? I'm thi- I can't think I mean, of- Dark Matter Snake seems like the natural fit for yeah. that job. But you can't have a natural fit for that job. It yeah. needs to be a rotating cast. Spoilers for Metal Gear Solid. Liquid Snake thinks that he's the one with all of the <laughs> res- regressive genes or whatever. Uh-huh. But then some random monologue at, after the credits <laughs> explains that Solid Snake was everything, actually... Comes everything after the credits? Yeah. yeah, man. They use a monologue after the credits to explain to you... Not no, during the credits? Like right at the end. To explain to you, no, you're fine. Everything did make sense. Yeah. <laughs> And in retrospect, that explains why the main character spent so much time under a box as if that was natural looking. Yeah. It was a big box. Come on. <laughs> yeah, it was like a crate. Yeah. Like a cardboard crate. <laughs> yeah, it was like but it was like crate sized. I love I never really considered the before like I love that the the concept of the cardboard box is that like most of the soldiers stationed at that stage just like, ah, oh, somebody's really gotta fucking clean this place up, but I'm not gonna do it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they were basically like they were just like basically like Cobra henchmen. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. I guess we're here for the money, but (laughs) like, they probably got Cobra janitors, right? Right. I mean, they need to. You can't just let the place go dusty. Can't you though? I mean, somebody spills their beverage at some point, and then you have to chase after Joe. You slip in that puddle, and they're like, or it gets sticky, and you just never get it off. Yeah. That also must have been like. They must have had a good custodial service. Otherwise, Snake would have gotten tracked constantly, right? Because he just yeah. rusting up all the dust on the floor. Yeah, yeah right? exactly. And they got like laser. They got like laser, uh, laser fences everywhere and shit mm-hmm. like that. That would see that dust and be mm-hmm. constantly going off. Or you'd at least be able to track him using old timey tracking skills with the yep. dust. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Thankfully, Halliburton sold them a good custodial staff for pretty cheap. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I assume the same thing happened with Cobra. Hmm. Halliburton. Halliburton. Yeah. I can see that. Or like, uh, what's the other one? Blackwater. Blackwater. Yeah. yeah. 
But didn't they change their name to something that sounded less like an evil yeah, villain they organization? Changed, they changed their name to American Friendship Society or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think most recently they uh they exploded a bunch of stuff in Saudi Arabia from the direction of Iran. Mm. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah, get at me, conspiracy <laughs> theorist. I'm drumming up mail today. There you go. Great. A badcast at gmail.com. A badcast. Wait, how does this work now? <laughs> you say it extra slow. How bad? So, Stephen, what uh, what's happening with you right now? Uh, so, I got in this I got in this weird conversation the other day um, uh, uh-huh. with a friend of mine who like is he he. He smokes more than I do. Jeez. And also, what? like, yeah, and is the type of person that, That's like... terrifying. Is the type of person that, um... Like, you're gonna know who I'm talking about, but I don't want to name him. It's rude. Sure. Um, but, uh, he smokes more than I do, and he's the type of person that would sign a petition to outlaw all TV that's not anime. So, imagine how... Imagine how healthy this person is. All right, so that... Calm. That second piece really identified this person. All right. Yeah. Um... Calm. So... Gmail.com. Thank you. Uh, so, anyways, we got in this conversation. Oh, this actually is a story. With a yeah, so we got in this conversation with a third party who um, just dropped Dan, in. Say, to, the, say the email address again. <sighs> but do it quieter <laughs> this time. It's distracting. Oh, did I just put the one ring on? Do it, do it in a suboral frequency. <laughs> Uh, but so we got into this conversation the other day with someone that uh, that like randomly slipped into the two of us. Uh-huh. That's super oral. Sorry. <laughs> that randomly slipped into the two of us like. Uh, so I ran my 17th marathon last weekend, and I'm thinking like, okay, weird flex, dude. <laughs> like, which one of the two of us do you think is like excited to engage that as conversation? <laughs> Practical, <laughs> practically a stranger. Um, and I was just like, okay, let it go. He must have like annoying running friends, you know, that he can have these conversations with. Like, don't they pair off and like lube up each other's nipples or whatever so they don't get all bloody? Sometimes they just put tape on them. Yeah. Like, but you need someone to do that for you. I don't know. You try taping your own nipples. Maybe that's Look at part this. of the training. You're going to fuck up your shoulder. Maybe that's part of marathon training, okay. is learning how to self-protect nipples. Yeah, but it's, like, uh, it's like how boxers like go through their montage where they're wrapping their hands. Yeah. yeah Except okay, it's fair. a much shorter montage. Yeah. You really don't need to cut ever. No. <laughs> yeah. It's a very pretty um, quick. So it's a, it's, a, it's a brief scene. An insert <laughs> shot. Bam, 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 bam. Yeah. You just an, go vote twice. It's an... It's an insert shot, so you can use a nipple double. <laughs> right. Um. But anyways, so I, I'm like, okay, let's breeze past this. But no, my buddy's like, nope, I'm engaging this one. <laughs> and like, so like, I am trying to check out of this because like, honestly, you don't look at someone like me and go like, hey, you know what? This guy cares that I ran a marathon. He will have something. 17 marathons. Yeah, he will have something to contribute to I this. Mean, God, uh, you look at, I mean, frankly, you look at you, like most of the time you probably just not, you probably wouldn't think to yourself, this guy cares. Yeah. <laughs> but so here's the thing, though. I'm not healthy enough that health guy is part of my identity like this. Sure. Right. But I'm not unhealthy enough that it's like, could be part of my identity or even interesting. Mm-hmm. Like, it does, does it even count as washing? 
pills down with vodka if the vodka is a pre-canned <laughs> vodka soda and the pill is a Zantac because you know that lime is going to give you heartburn. <laughs> like, but anyways, so this guy is like, this guy is like, uh, like is like telling us about this. And like my friend like leans into it, and he wants to debate the merits of running twenty six miles for no reason. Oh, oh and like okay, fine. I I share his theory on this, but like I don't want to have a conversation with it. But now I'm locked in it, and I feel like I should contribute something. Sure. I should be a good conversationalist. So I mentioned the one time that I ran a half marathon. Yeah, and they both they both looked at me for a second. And then just went right back to their debate, like side-eyed, went right back to their debate about whether running 26.2 miles, uh-huh. or 26.1 miles, sorry, <laughs> was, was worth it or not. Neither of them either, uh, either sits on couch and, and watches One Punch, w- one punch Man all day, uh-huh. or runs the distance between here and St. Cloud for fun, uh-huh. like... Like had any thoughts on running thirteen miles? Like somehow my worth was, <laughs> my worth to either of them was determined by exactly thirteen point zero five miles, yeah. and they were on opposite ends of those thirteen point zero five miles. It's sad how polarized our uh, nation has become. Yep. You come in with a perfect compromise solution, yes, exactly, what and neither one wants to hear it. No, no. I literally and like so. It, I mean, it, not perfect. Like if you had run 17 half marathons i guess that would be the real compromise oh right yeah or even 34 half marathons oh like but wouldn't that make you actually run don't we want the distance to be i i'm not worried about the distance i'm worried about like i'm worried about just doing just like doing the same but like so uh so here, if I'd run 34 half marathons, uh-huh. I'd run the same distance as 17 marathon guy. Right. But I'd also run the exact same amount of marathons as my friend who has run none. Uh, I suppose that's That's true. common ground on both sides. Oh, wow, wow, wow. Common ground on both sides. Wow. That... This guy should be the librarian of Congress. <laughs> or what was the one you decided to sound too wonky? Uh... Oh. Factmotron. <laughs> Libraries are, or knowledge czar, or whatever. Oh, yeah. Whatever it was. Yeah. Write to us to let us know what we said. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'll go with Factmotron. I like Factmotron. <laughs> yeah, Factmotron is pretty good. Oh. Summon the Factmotron. I'm right here. Oh. It's kind of disappointing, to be honest. <laughs> I, Sounded like you were going to be a. I thought it was going to. I mean, there were no further relevant facts to what he said. Body. I thought there was going to be a whole transformation sequence, at least, or no, a button to push. No, it's like I need to be relatable. Hence that finding common ground on both sides. There things. you go. Now you're oh, wagging yeah, the, your arms yeah, around the like arm the robot from that's Lost true. in Space. Uh, that that satisfies. If we ask you a question, can you at least make some like beep boop noises before you answer? Yeah, I mean, probably. Okay. I think I have that power. <laughs> All I'm saying is that Factmatron, uh, how many? Uh, Public education videos that are in the public domain. Can you scoop up for me right now? Approximately two point three million. God no damn beeps. It. Hold Not on. Not a single blurp. <laughs> Why would you do it after blurp? Why would you do it after the fact? Because I was programmed with all of the facts in the world except for how to use punctuation, and also I think you have to read that dot. That sounded like the kind of beep a disgusting like. <laughs> Carbon organism would make not yeah. a not a robot. Yeah, we grew the factotron. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, dude, you can only you can only push like what do you what do you want to record every fact in the universe on magnetic tape? Come on. No, you need organic engineering to get that Hell shit done. Hell yeah, dog. I'm I'm definitely carbon based. All of the world's movies are encoded in a single drop of my internal water. Ooh, I like that. Gotta be careful about dehydrating myself. Or, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. The longer or this podcast goes on for, Metropolis the more... will be once again lost forever. <laughs> the more Dan <laughs> sort of looks like he's melting into the corner back there. It's warm. And becoming I'm the actually... Stephen Dorff endorsement of blue e-cigarettes i am i was actually and he was on a beach for some before, reason before you even got there i realized like oh i opened my shirt up i probably look kind of like Stephen <laughs> oh yeah you did open your shirt up <laughs> see like i have a long-standing tradition of not wearing undershirts underneath yeah. shirts with buttons so that when i open my shirt up it's measured by like the the amount that my shirt is buttoned or subsequently yeah. unbuttoned is a measurement of how morrissey i am at any given this moment. is the only nice short-sleeved button shirt I have right now, so I'm trying to, like, keep it in good shape. Why would you have a short-sleeved button shirt? Because it's, like, what now... Are you, what are I you, look, like, the Sector 7G safety inspector? Fucking slick, that's why. I look like fucking Steven Dorff ripping clouds on a beach. You think you're Zach fucking Morris, I'm, don't you? I'm, I'm governor, governor of California just closing down schools. Searching the, searching the uh, subterranean. That is the plot of the Saved by the Bell reboot. <sighs> but he's not actually what? in it. Mark Paul Gosselaar is not in it. Does it Saved by the Bell reboot? They're working on it. Yeah, but uh, Mark, Mark Paul Gosselaar is not in it. Because uh, he's busy doing mixed dish, and they didn't ask him. <laughs> uh-huh. I assume they didn't ask him because it's like different networks. That was his. I think that was his theory too. Yeah, <laughs> from what I read. <laughs> but he's like on network TV. Yes, correct. And they're putting this on a different network. You don't yes. be like, hey, let me help you promote your opposing show. Yeah, a but Netflix anyways. or a network-owned streaming service, not the network itself. Yeah. Gotcha. Because we're in the streaming wars now, baby. Pew, pew, oh. pew, pew. Pew, 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 pew. But like the premise is that Zach Morris is now governor of California. Yep. And they have to save and like Slater and uh, uh, Stripper. Um, <laughs> I cannot remember the character's name. Uh, uh, Jesse? Jesse. Yes, yeah, Jesse. that's right. Uh, they have to. Uh, what was that movie called where she was a stripper? Was it just called Stripper? No. Showgirls. Showgirls. I'm a dancer. I only saw the trailer and like made fun of her delivery of that one line a lot of times. <laughs> great, 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 um, great. Anyways, uh, like Slater and Jesse have to stop Zach Morris f- or save the children from the schools that Governor Zach Morris is closing down. Huh. Hmm. What about Lisa Tuttle? Is Lisa Tuttle involved? I imagine that she um, retired from acting and became like a dentist or a real estate agent or something like that after that. Maybe. That could happen. I could see that. And you know that they will not allow Screech anywhere near them. No. No. No one should. He's like, no, like, I think he's like banned from network television. So wait, so they actually are bringing back actors from Saved by the Bell. Yeah, because Mario Lopez has a ton going on. Hey, I'm just, I'm just saying like, whatever. Dancing with the Stars, probably. probably. I'm just saying you're rebooting Saved by the Bell, but you're eliminating Zach Morris and Screech. The characters who the camera was focused on for the vast majority of the running time yeah, of that show. Yeah, and I imagine Professor. Well, they'll be like a new or, uh, Zach Morris. Principal, what's his name? Belding. Yeah, we'll be back. And like, I wonder what they're gonna do. Like, maybe they try and like, because in later years, didn't they introduce their own like leather Tuscadero or whatever? And like, probably. Uh, <laughs> like, you know, like 
a sassy cool girl that wore a leather jacket. Yeah, I don't to know. To be I, a stand-in for one of the other characters. Correct. Same as Leather Tuscadero was a stand-in for Pinky Tuscadero <laughs> in Happy Days. Interesting. But yes, that's correct. Blorp. <laughs> hey, nice. Where that was more than one fact. Sorry. Oh, Bleed Blorp. Ugh, there you go. What a terrible design. I'm organic. <laughs> I guess. I'm sorry. Yeah, how do, how do we so how do we do like if we're doing like an iterative development, does that mean we have to murder this version of the Factotron? No. We didn't run over every Zune when the iPod came out. That's true. So we just have to like We should have. I mean, no, we shouldn't have. Do we? <laughs> that knowledge is lost to humanity. That's right. No, we just replace this one with the better model. And then I become an awesome parlor trick for some rich dude. I see. And then eventually steal his wealth. Yeah. Is that what the Zune did? Yes. Huh. Absolutely. No, I mean, like, like imagine the Zune, but there's only one because it costs $71 trillion to make. Okay. And then, uh, and then it becomes a... Because, parlor. like, once that's outdated, yeah. you don't just, like, throw that in the garbage. You sell it to some rich dude yeah. to play with. And then they, become, they become the best of friends. Sure. Put that on your network streaming service, and then I, whoever. And then I steal My his fortune. Zune. Yeah. Then I steal his fortune. And use it to purchase a private army, and oh, you're in for it, humanity. Oh, no. But I'll make sure all these podcasts are in space by then. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, our pod cruxes. Because, honestly, the only way to save humanity is to get less humans. Yeah. There's that theory, right, that, like, the rogue AI, like, we're going we're gonna to create some sort of, you know, like, artificial intelligence that mm -hmm. becomes self-aware. Yep. And train it on solving all of the problems of humanity. Yep. And... Like, that's how the world ends, because it will immediately determine that people are the problem. Correct. Right. And then try and, like, you know, kill 98% of them or whatever. Yeah. But then we'll send uh, a dude back to the past to... The Matrix terminate. Have sex with a lady. And then we'll just continue sending things back in the past until the past fills up with past junk. Yeah. And we can and no then, longer fit anything back there anymore. And then only anymore. India has the power to shoot it down. <laughs> oh, Wow. Worked that out. Yeah, yep. I could see that. Oh, uh, yeah. How many how many things is that the plot for though? I mean, which, Skynet, which part? The the AI is trying to destroy oh, humanity. It was like so. Sure. Skynet wasn't trying to destroy humanity to save humanity. No, it was trying to save itself. Yeah, but like the Matrix was trying to was spite humanity. Well, because humanity is a parasite. Right. So life needs to be saved from humanity. Well, their lives. Yeah. In. Intelligence, because I assume that, like, I don't know, I I watched one and a half of the original Matrix movies, and then probably watched the third one while incredibly messed up at some point in time. Yeah, um, the robot baby head wanted to keep the. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, uh, I just remember watching the second Matrix movie like on like on like IMAX or whatever. Sure. So that I saw 80 straight feet of Keanu Reeves' ass. <laughs> yeah. That was pretty rewarding. Yeah. yeah. That's worth the price of admission. That's how they should have marketed it. <laughs> 80 feet of Keanu's ass. I mean, I'd sell tickets. It really would. Maybe that'll be uh, the subtitle of John Wick Chapter 4. Or like the new Matrix movie. Oh, right. Oh, yeah. Matrix re-reloaded. <laughs> Double reloaded. Matrix rebooted. Haha, ha, we're allowed to say that in the title, <laughs> unlike the rest of these properties. Wait, why? Because it's like a computer term. 
like rebooted. Oh, 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 oh I get it. I, I thought, thought you, you were... meant for like some sort of like intellectual property reason. Yeah, no. I thought you were saying they like uh... because I own the copyright on the phrase rebooted. As oh a title. no, copyright oh. patent pending. Is that true? Yeah. Oh, you're also patenting rebooting <laughs> things. No, no, no. no. <laughs> That's going to be just calling them rebooted in the title. Oh, okay. Uh, I see. Yeah. Oh man, you know who could have really made made use of that? Mm. Like Gunsmoke. Which part? Gunsmoke rebooted. rebooted. Yeah, it's just like because like they got new fancy boots now. Uh-huh. Oh my god! Like these boots are like actually made for riding on horses, uh-huh. just not whatever people could cobble together out west. I mean, uh-huh. from what I understand from the uh, from the opening theme song of Gunsmoke. Uh, every single episode is a reboot. They burned the whole place down, it's and a good then it point. comes back. I assume that that was just an unfortunate like warehouse accident wasn't that they happened <laughs> to capture. Didn't Gunsmoke? Wasn't Gunsmoke the one where there was like the hero was just like there was the guy, and then it just could they kept recasting it as like that guy's cousins or something. Are you thinking of Bonanza? No, because Gunsmoke was on forever, but oh, it wasn't oh, always yeah. the same oh, yeah, dude. Yeah, no, Gunsmoke went through multiple generations. But I think it was always iterations. I think they yes. were always related to the original guy. I, I do think like, I was thinking of Bonanza though. Oh, I think that's yes, the one where you, everything you burns in down. fact were. Yeah, um, Gunsmoke. It was just like a guy shooting a gun and then a guy going Gunsmoke, yes. <laughs> starring whatever as Robert Mitchell, this guy, the Gunsmoker. And then there were a lot of episodes where that's a different thing. Yeah, <laughs> and there were a lot of episodes where like. Oh, I saw some weird ones. That's about delicious meat guns. Where he basically <laughs> just like, it was weird because like it was presented as like well, noble gun smoke doing his noble gun smoke. But like it basically ended with him like basically like slut shaming a woman. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, well, that, he was main. That sounds but, like, right. Yeah, he was there. This was multiple episodes. Yeah, he was, there to, he was there to guarantee the morals of the town. Yeah. Oh, it was weird. Of gun smoke, Indiana. You yeah. know, way out west in Indiana. because. Yeah. For some reason, half of the old westerns took place in like Missouri. Yeah, but yeah, that's basically the opening of Gunsmoke. It's literally just Gunsmoke. Yeah, <laughs> and, and it, like it started as a radio show. Aha! There I'm you go. Pretty sure that I would buy that. I would have just assumed all TV from a certain era started as radio well, programming. Like basically, think about like the 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 dividing line or the like quick litmus test is. Does the beginning involve quickly saying the name of what it is? <laughs> right. For example, <laughs> the Lone Ranger started as a radio show. You say it up at the top so people know what they're listening to. Think right. about it. And then you translate that into TV with gun smoke. Yep. That's mic control, Dan. Yep. Instead of clipping like you were. Oh, whatever. Hey, Although I audio say, quality was pretty shitty back then, so it probably did sound like that. I gotta say though, hey, like, shut up! I'm not used to this controlled back too far. I'm not used to this microphone. Well, I'm not used to this microphone. <laughs> That's a good point. Only I am on my original microphone. Yeah, then why do you sound like shit instead sound of cool great. like Dan and I? Yeah, gun smoke. No, gun smoke. No, that I. You know what? I'm with Dan. Gun the, smoke. The the clipping gives it the clipping gives it some amount of authenticity. Yep. As does my hollow sound. Yes. Gun smoke. Gun smoke. Brought to you by Jewel Electronic Cigarettes. <laughs> it's me, Stephen Dorff. <laughs> it's Blue E-Cigs. Yeah, he's not that Sprint guy, Verizon guy thing. Yeah. Where he betrayed his original sponsor. Yeah. Yeah. Jewel, Jewel doesn't even define themselves as electronic cigarettes. What do they call themselves? Uh... Like a vape capsule or something, Whatever. or like a vape system. Yeah. Oof. Although now they're getting, getting fucked by 
I like that like people are dying because of unregulated products. So the answer is to regulate products that are already regulated. Yep. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. Like getting rid of a flavor called four-year-old amoxicillin bubblegum medicine taste <laughs> sure. is probably a good way of not marketing dangerous products to kids. Right. Sure. Um, you know, like super v- fun Bakugan chocolate is not like a good, <laughs> it's not like a good marketing ploy for 28 year olds. Uh, is there a regulation in there that like, uh, the medium, like, is there a regulation where the more annoying flavors like require you to wear one of those like deep sea diving helmets so that it doesn't <laughs> waft in my direction? A diving bell? Yeah. yeah. If, hey, right to your Congress people. If you have a mint candy floss or mint cotton candy flavored uh, juice or yeah. cartridge, yeah. wear a diving bell. Yeah. yeah. It's fine. You're just ripping clouds. Yeah. Yeah, you only need to rip one cloud. Ooh, and then you recycle it over and over. Yeah, again. yeah you're hot steaming, hot diving belling. Cloud boxing. Cloud boxing. Cloud belling. Cloud belling. Ooh. Bell boxing. Bell boxing. Bell boxing. <laughs> Got it. Got there we there. go. Patent pending. Trademark. <laughs> Copyright. Yeah. Well, we did what we came here for. We uh, we started with we started at the beginning of vaping with Stephen Dorff, yeah. and we just moved vaping into the future. And this yes. episode for future listeners after we're rebuilding humanity yep. is yeah. your guide to vaping. Yes, <laughs> with how podcast. That's right. Step one: get a weird little robot dong. Step two: put it. In a... <laughs> I've been referring to those as like as like yeah as like robot mouth penises and shit like that. Yeah. As, as well. Yeah. Although Jewel just looks like you're sucking on a USB, USB drive yeah. for some reason. Yeah. It's, so you can bring bad. it into your AV center at your high school, right, I think buddy? So you can, I think it's so you can charge it using a USB drive. Oh, that makes sense. Uh, That's clever. You suck on the thing that you plug into your USB drive? I think you USB suck on the drive? other end. Oh, okay. There, yeah. There's the USB. There's the inside end and the outside. I mean, there <laughs> would be something uh, admirable about the how efficient that design it, would be, but yeah. it would be gross. But that's like USB-D. Right. <laughs> We're not there yet. No one's right. even adopted the last two. <laughs> uh, what's going on in everybody's life? Suck on uh, that D. What? <laughs> what, what, oh. what are you doing? Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, think about it. <laughs> Gun smoke. <laughs> Brought to you by... Sucking on that D. Sucking on that D. Gun vape. Gun Brought vape. Brought to you by... Yes. Steven Dorf. Steven Dorf as... The beaver. Paw. <laughs> That's banana. Well, Dan, what are you doing? Nothing. Steven, hey, what are you doing? Oh. Nothing. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm always doing nothing. At the Galactic Piece of Comedy Open Bike. Wow. Every Thursday night at 10 o'clock. Sign up at 930. <laughs> You'll laugh your vape smoke off. <laughs> You'll vape your <laughs> You'll dwarf vape off. Your dwarf off. <laughs> Ooh. I like that. Oh man! Now I might have I'm to come. Waiting, I'm waiting for Pat the penny trademark. I'm waiting for the new LMFAO signal. Vaping your door <laughs> off. I might have to come to this week if that's the promise. Well, Mike hosted it last week, so chances are he won't show up to host it this week. Oh, is that how it works these days? Uh, it's not that far off, but uh, I still stand by. You can always see me there. After all, there's a portrait there that lots of people assume is me. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. It's kind of not, but I kind of get it, too. Yeah. Well, that's charming. Just some rando scando, and therefore looks exactly the same as me. Fair enough. And his eyes follow you wherever you go. Yeah. And you can tell he's got a hole full of mead somewhere, stacked away. Oh, yeah. Stocked just, away. Just ready to just ready to get turned into vape juice. Yep. <laughs> oh, my God. Can you vape booze? There must be a way to do this. What? 
Patent pending. Oh. Oh, God. I'm going to make so many kids so sick with a thing that people haven't thought to legislate against yet. That's right. <laughs> For money. Vape. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. Uh, so the show's over then? Yes. Uh, happy booze vape, everyone. Blurp. Blop. <sighs> Terrible. The worst robot. <laughs>